I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is masculinity and femininity. These are words that demand a definition. It isn't very empirical, but the way I look at masculinity and femininity is that these are attributes of the soul, and that they are related to, but not coincident with, biological sex, that is, maleness and femaleness. In point of fact, both men and women, males and females, have masculine and feminine energies. But before I really get into it, please remember to like this video and subscribe to the channel. It takes less than a second, costs you nothing, and it's how you can support me in my mission to deliver free, high-quality content to the world. Thanks for your help. Now, what are the essential characteristics of these two energies? Well, in line with several ancient social and spiritual traditions, we can describe masculinity as penetrating, dominating, creative eros, which is a type of love, and femininity as yielding, submitting, receptive agape, which is a different kind of love. One is not better than the other, though they are different from each other, and men and women have both of each. Interestingly, these two things are not opposites. The opposite of masculinity is not femininity, and the opposite of femininity is not masculinity. If they were, they couldn't really exist in the same person at the same time. They are more complements than opposites. And research indicates that these attributes are orthogonal, which means that it's possible for someone to be high in both attributes, like for example, Mick Jagger, and for someone to be low in both attributes, like Pat in the old Saturday Night Live sketch. These would be examples of androgyny. Now, all men have masculine and feminine attributes, and all women have masculine and feminine attributes, so we know that they are not completely coincident with biological sex. However, we do know that they are correlated. On the whole, the average man is more masculine than the average woman, and the average woman is more feminine than the average man. Furthermore, the most masculine men are more masculine than the most masculine women, and the most feminine women are more feminine than the most feminine men. And this is true across culture and history. So it doesn't really seem plausible to assert that they can be completely independent of biological sex either. Like many things that have to do with people who are extremely complex, it's probably for the best not to reduce them too much in either direction. As I discussed in my series on the concept of the game, too much structure and rigidity leads to totalitarian control, and too little leads to chaotic dissolution. Life happens in the middle ground. Hopefully that makes sense. Did you remember to like, comment, and subscribe for the algorithm? And please see the About tab for more information on donations, consultations, and sponsorship opportunities. Thanks for listening.